You cannot do the 2018 year end wrap up without. We gon' start this thing all right. Do ball and skills in the house. Come on. Oh, come Man, on. this past year was a trip. Monique it's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Monday, July 1. I'm Donald Ware. It is already July. We whizzed right through June. And I tell you what, we're less than now two months away from the HBCU football season beginning less than 60 days away from the start of the HBCU football season. And we're going to go back to the CIAA today. Virginia Union is the school that we're going to be previewing. As a matter of fact, we're going to be joined by the Panthers head football coach, Dr. Alvin Parker, on the program. You know, I thought Virginia Union was a team that should have made it to the Division II playoffs last year, an 8-2 and two record, only two losses on the season. One of those losses to Bowie State, but it just wasn't that way for Virginia Union. Um, but when you look at this Panthers team, it was really a an absolutely phenomenal season for Virginia Union in 2018. Um you know, they got tripped up, uh, obviously, a little bit there by Bowie State that lost to Carson Newman. And, and you know, Carson Newman had been a perennial power, and uh, Carson Newman had a good season. So the only two losses for Virginia Union on last year were to two playoff teams. And, you know, I mean, I realized there that it's a situation everybody can't make the playoffs. I mean, we definitely understand that, but I'm – you know, I'm looking at a tough CIAA Northern Division. Um, I'm looking at a pretty tough schedule that Virginia Union had in 2018. And I thought that it was definitely a team that should have made the Division II playoffs. That was not the case, obviously. And Virginia Union now has to look forward to 2019. Um, they're going to have to get things done without their quarterback, Darius Taylor, who has graduated, had a really good season last year. But Tobias Taylor comes back, the running back, a box-to-row All-American, 1,546 yards rushing, 6.3 yards per carry, 21 touchdowns, and Virginia Union has a pretty stout defense that returns in 2019. Enough of me talking about Virginia Union. You're going to hear it right from the head football coach of Virginia Union, Alvin Parker, on the other side of this break. It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. <laughs> and you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day, and I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what you said. This is the one and only Eagle Double G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a Music, movies, and sports. Hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's CIT, man. Hello, this is Aretha Franklin, Queen of Soul. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. Just really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real. Relevant. 
Radio. BoxToRow.com is the website for all of your HBCU sports needs. From the game of the week feature to interviews to the latest news in the world of HBCU sports. BoxToRow.com has you covered. Missed a week of From the Press Box to Press Row? BoxToRow.com has all the archive shows. Don't forget to check out the All-American teams and weekly media coaches bowls. From the Press Box to Press Row. And BoxToRow.com. Your HBCU sports leader. Our HBCU Football Daily Podcast continues and I'm going to take you to Richmond, Virginia and the most successful first season as a head coach at Virginia Union belongs to my next guest as the Panthers finished 8-2 and two on last year, a phenomenal season as Dr. Alvin Parker, the head coach in his second season at Virginia Union, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. How are you, Coach Parker? Uh, doing great. Always a pleasure to be on. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Glad to have you on. I mean, you know, 8-2 and two on last year coming in and and uh, putting a, a program back on the right track, if you will. Just want to get your thoughts on 2018. Uh, I thought it was a um, pretty phenomenal year in terms of, uh, you know, reaching some of the goals that we had set prior to the season starting. You know, so I thought it was a phenomenal way. I thought the kids played hard. I thought the coaches did a great job of getting the guys ready. And um, I thought the supporters did a great job of supporting us. Sometimes when you're, you're a new uh, staff and a new kind of getting things off the new, you know, you kind of got to garner all of that. We kind of got it immediately. So it was good. You know, I think it was a good thing for, for Virginia Union, a good thing for the Richmond community. I think it was a good thing, you know, for everybody that was involved. Can you speak to how important it was to get that first win of the season against Seton Hill? <laughs> well, that was an overtime game for us, and um, I think that was the game that really propelled the season um, for us because uh, when we finished that game, we were going into overtime. I kind of seen something in those guys um, that, you know, I felt like we built. You know, um, we had a good camp. We had some good things that led up to the season. So to be put in that, that adverse situation in week one, I think that kind of showed those guys and made everybody kind of believe in the process. You know, we were able to come out, come out victorious in that game, and I think it, it was a good, good mark for us during the season. Yeah, I think conversely the next week, a close loss to Carson Newman, who had, you know, generally uh, had a – it was a, is a perennial power, or at least had been. Can you can you kind of speak to that game? That was a game that we uh, scheduled that we felt like we, we wanted to kind of get ourselves um, – ready for the national picture. You know, um, we lost that game, I believe, by three points or so, you know, um, and it was another game. It was, it was some swings in that game that we felt like that we just did small things differently. We, we could have came out, you know, victorious. But we, we scheduled Carson Newman based on the fact that they were what you just said, a national perennial power, you know, um, somebody that's going to be guaranteed to win seven, eight games a year. And, and it was something that we wanted to kind of put our guys in front of. We got a chance to play them at Hubby Field last year right on our campus, and our kids were up for it. You know, we didn't necessarily come out victorious, but, you know, it was a game to kind of kind of, kind of get us back, you know, to the drawing board with some things, and, and it got us prepared. <laughs> we went on kind of a short winning streak after we lost to Carson. Yeah, you certainly did. Eight and two on the season. I mean, you know, ultimately Bowie State wins it. And then they win uh, the CIAA, win a first round uh, playoff game. This was a playoff. Your your team was a playoff team last year, right? Yeah, we felt like that. You know, we felt like we caught our, our win at the right time. And most of the time, if you kind of pay attention to the playoff teams, they start to play pretty well late in the season. I thought we did that. 
you know, um, and a lot of people that were around watching, you know, um, it was a look that I, I see on my kids' face that, you know, my kids' faces that I never want to see again. You know, um, we had a watch party waiting for our name to be called for the playoffs, and it did not get called. You know, um, so I kind of gave those guys a message, you know, right after that uh, NCAA announced that field of teams that had made it to the playoffs. And when our name did not get called, the message I simply delivered to our team was, you know, you don't want to leave anything to chance. You don't want to put anything in anybody else's hands. And it showed them guys that eight and two wasn't good enough. You know, um, you had to kind of leave no questions unanswered. So that was the kind of what propelled us into the off season. You know, we had a great, uh, did a great job of recruiting. We had a great off season workout. You know, um, and those guys are doing a heck of a job this summer with summer workouts. Yeah, can you speak to sort of elaborate a little bit more on uh, the spring and? Uh, some things that you saw from your some of the guys that you're expecting to contribute uh, for you again in 2019. Uh, we had a lot of returnees in terms of Letterman, in terms of guys that played um, that played last season. You know, um, we went through spring, but maybe about 75 guys or so. So that was something that was pretty good. So it was a lot of competition at a lot of positions. You know, but um, we returned a lot of guys that played last year. You know, um, that made major contributions on, on both sides of the ball. You know, we yeah. We had 10 starters return from the defense that played last year. We had two guys that pretty much shared a position. So if you want to count it, you can count 11 starters from a defense that, that led the conference in, in scoring. You know, so it was it was, it was was a good competitive spring ball. You know, we had um, – was trying to break in some new guys at some positions on offense and um, had a fierce quarterback battle. You know, still haven't got any guys to come out on top of that yet. You know, still a battle going into summer camp. But it was a good chance to see some guys, you know – compete and it was a good chance to kind of see some guys that you know have been in the system for a while kind of kind of get abreast of everything dr alvin parker is the head football coach at virginia union in his second season joins us here on from the press box to press row boy tabius taylor had a phenomenal season for you last year i mean in excess of 15 hard 100 yards rushing he was a box to row um all american uh comes back for you again talk about you know, the expectations for him in 2019. I mean, I mean, it, it's hard to believe that he could do much better than he did in 2018. Um, Tobias led the nation in, in total yards. And you know, I've never in my, you know, 21 years seen that happen from a guy who did not play on special teams. You know, he got all his yards from scrimmage. You know, um, he maybe returned two kicks last year at most. You know, so usually when a guy – leads the nation in total yards is because he plays offense. He's he getting a lot of touches on special teams. Tobias doesn't necessarily play special teams for us in, in return kicks. You know, um, so that was kind of a little different, you know, with him getting all his yards from right on the ground or through the air. You know, so he's a special He's a special kid. You know, he's easy to coach. Um, he's always going to work. You know, he's never, he never wants to be outworked. He's a guy that, you know, um, he'll, he'll come to my office just, just to talk ball. You know, um, he's a key, he's one of those kids, you know, that, you know, you want to kind of keep around forever. I've coached some real special kids. And, um, he's up at the top, you know, um, definitely, you know, all America, everything that he, he has, he, he deserves. You know, um, he's played well, he's earned it. And, you know, Box to Row, every other all American team that he's been named to, you know, definitely well deserved. Yeah. How did you, how did he ultimately end up at Union? Um, he's a local kid from, from Hopewell, you know, so, uh, originally, you know, a lot of people make a lot of this, a lot of it, you know, he originally, uh, signed with Virginia Tech out of high school 
and, you know, got into some stumbling blocks along the way and uh, ended up at Virginia Union. So he's definitely a Division One talent, but, you know, a lot of people will put Virginia Tech on his name when he never stepped foot on campus there. His whole time has been spent at Virginia Union, you know. So, you know, we want to make sure we take all of that, you know, to make sure that, you know, he, he's done everything he's supposed to do. He's, he's a kid that's going to graduate early, you know, um, next year that – is really focused on the books and the ball aspect of things. So, you know, we're real, real happy for the way Tobias has handled himself and done things. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So I'm, I'm a, Darius Taylor doesn't, he doesn't come back for you, right? No, he's, he's done. He's graduated this past May. Okay. So how, what's that core? Like if you had to name a starter today, who would that be? And then, you know, how, how is it going to be trying to, um, for this next quarterback to fill the shoes of a Darius Taylor, who had also had a phenomenal season for you in 2018. Well, if I had to name one today, that'll be pretty hard. But we have some guys just kind of fighting and competing for the spot. You know, um, we have a transfer that just came in in January, Khalid Morris, who's shown pretty good. We have last year's backup, uh, Iman Caldwell, who, who's been fighting as well. And we have a, a freshman, Khalil Wright, who, who stepped in and done and took some awesome reps. So. That's the battle I was talking about more so during the spring that we, we had some questions going into the spring, but we came out of the spring with some smiles on our faces because we knew we had three capable guys, you know, and a lot of teams can't say that, you know. Um, and for us, um, all our quarterbacks just have to do is kind of, you know, um, our job for our quarterbacks is to be distributors and, and to just run the offense and kind of keep control of the offense. They don't have to really do a lot of extra special things. Anything you do extra special is kind of a bonus, but a lot of all quarterbacks have to do is be more not necessarily a system guy, but a guy who's who can control and maintain the offense. And you know, when you could do that, you could play quarterback for us. Who are some of the other guys offensively that you're expecting to have big seasons? Um, of course, Tobias. Um, but along with him, we have um our second leading receiver back, um, Jaden Revis, and he's a he's a special guy in the return game as well. He's been pretty good for us, and um. We have uh, three starters returning up front, you know, um, guys that kind of, you know, opened some of those holes for uh, Tobias last year and just Justin Smith, um, Matt Curry, you know, uh, and Nate Thomas. Those guys were some anchors up front for us. And we have a heck of a fullback in our freshman um, last year that, that played real, real well. You know, he was a guy that kind of came in as a true freshman, and he did some things for us, and he opened up a lot, a lot of those holes for us to buy. And that was Juan Simmons, you know. So um, we returned six stars off that side of the ball with a wealth of guys that played, you know. Um, so we feel pretty good about what we had to bring to the table offensively. On the defensive side of the football, uh, now Sterling Hammond returns for you, right? <laughs> he definitely, he does. Yeah, you know, um, like you said, he probably you know made that boxer all American along with a lot of other. All-Americans, some preseason All-American teams this year. And um, another one, he's a pleasure to coach. You know, um, Sterling, you know, kind of surprised me in terms of not necessarily what he did, but he put up even better numbers than he did when he was the defensive player of the year. You know, um, so last year he had three defensive touchdowns to go with all the tackles, sacks, and everything else he had last year. So, he had a real good campaign his sophomore year when he was named the defensive player of the year. And this year, this past year, he put up even better numbers. So um, he was not named the defensive player of the year. So, But we have a lot of good guys in this conference that just kind of show you, you know, but Sterling is a great player. You know, he's one of those guys that, you know, sets the tone 
and he makes it happen for us on that defensive side of the ball. Yeah, no, I think it's a great point, especially when you mention the fact that a lot of good players in the conference, if he doesn't make defensive player of the year. Some of the other guys, who, who, what are some of the other names we can look out for defensively? Um, last year, Taj Conway led us in tackles as a sophomore. He's a linebacker for us, and like I said, he led us in, led us in tackles last year. He was a solid player for us. Um, up front, we had Tremaine Sweat on defensive line, uh, Amir Washam on defensive line. At the other linebacker, we have um, we have uh, Taj Conway, like I, like I mentioned before, and we have Tyrone Glanton. And our secondary is real strong. We return another um, all-conference guy in uh, Quante Battle. So he's special back there as well, and the wealth of, of, of experience back there. And um, the two starting corners back, we return 10 starters on defense. So, um you know, hopefully those guys can stop some people while we kind of <laughs> put it all together on offense. Yeah. Of course, talking with uh, the head football coach of Virginia Union, Dr. Alvin Parker joins us here on the program. So um, the schedule, like you play Hampton, that's a, that's going to be a big, like, I don't, is when is the last time Union and Hampton have played? That's going to be a big time game. Of course, another out of conference game you have is Lenore Ryan. So you start off with two tough opponents in 2019. Correct. You know, um, the last time that uh, Virginia Union played Hampton was the year before I came to Virginia Union. <laughs> so the last time they played each other was in 1994, you know. Um, but, you know, kind of looking at it and doing the history on that series, that series is tied. It's knotted up right at 40 wins and 40 losses. Wow. You know, um, so it's been an uh, even matchup over the years, you know. Um, and we're looking forward to it. You know, a lot of our kids are, are talking about it and, you know, um, of course, we're getting prepared for it, but it's a game. You know, you like to take these type of games, especially being in-state rivals, being old-school CIAA rivals, and, and just being a, a game that you feel like you can get your kids up for. So that's going to be something special when we go down to Hampton for that week one game. And um, the Lenore Ryan game, that kind of speaks for itself. You know, um, uh, top five team, you know, uh, a team that made it all the way um, – maybe to a game or two before the, the national championship last year, a team that, you know, within the last, you know, uh, 10 years has been to a national championship. You know, we want to make sure we got a, a game like that scheduled to kind of show our kids again, you know, these are the teams we need to beat. These are the teams we need to compete with to put ourselves on the national stage. Again, the Panthers opened the 2019 season on the road at Hampton in his second season as the head football coach of Virginia Union. Dr. Alvin Parker joins us here on From the Press Box to Press Row. Coach Parker, we appreciate the time. Uh, we look forward uh, to seeing you and the Panthers in 2019. I appreciate it, Don. Dr. Alvin Parker, the head football coach of Virginia Union, joining us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. That's going to wrap it up for today. On tomorrow, I'm going to take you 28 miles down 95 to Virginia State, to Petersburg, Virginia, as we're going to preview Virginia State head football coach Reggie Barlow going to join us on tomorrow's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Again, tell someone about the HBCU Football Daily Podcast as we are previewing all 51 of the HBCU Football Playing Institutions. If you missed any of our podcasts, log on to our website, boxtorow.com. Talk with you tomorrow. Protect that neck, eject wrong. I'm still tending to the song. I be blowing up spots like I was sending out mail bombs. Stay home and keep nodding, see? I'm like a black president. Why? Cause ain't seeing me. Has-beens, we both.
up like bad skin, some face yeah. After this joint, yo, we passing out some neck I got your head nod, cause your neck knows it's back. Check it out like...